Hello and welcome to the Lou Review. I'm Rosa and I'm here with Larissa. That's right. My name is Larissa Crawley and I am the owner and professional cookie artist for Crawley Creative Confections. You have created some beautiful things. Thank you. How long have you been making cookies? <laughs> well, um, we've actually been making cookies for a couple years. Um, I'm a professional artist by trade. I have my um, college degree in interior design. Ooh. So I've always been interested in colors and um, textures and coming up with amazing art. has just been a part of my life. And so um, a couple years ago... We, myself, my husband, and my sister-in-law decided that we were going to do cookies for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And so we did. We thought that we were doing a great job. We just went and looked at a lot of pictures. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we wound up making like 10 to 20 dozen for Christmas and then giving them away. And Mm -hmm. every year. Kind of like a exchange? Cookie exchange? No, it was just giving them to fam, Just making them for family. That was your Christmas presents for the year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We like to make stuff for Christmas. So um, that Christmas we decided that we were going to bake. And then the next Christmas came along and we thought, well, everybody loved the cookies so much Mm -hmm. that let's make more cookies. Mm -hmm. And we did. And everybody just kept complimenting us about how great the cookies tasted, how great that they looked, that they hadn't seen anything like that before. And they were asking us where we purchased the cookies. And we were like, well, we we made them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one day my sister-in-law had an extra ticket to do a cookie decorating class. Mm -hmm. And... We signed, uh, she had the extra ticket and I was like, okay, sure. Let's, let's go do that. Mm-hmm. I love doing crafts. I love learning. So, um, we went and I got hooked yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of fell into place ever since we started professionally selling in February of um, 2020 of 2021. Really? Just this yes, year? Just okay. this year. And that's how it that's how the sugar cookie portion started. Okay. So we also sell macarons. Mm-hmm. My That's how I met you. That's how you met me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The macarons were actually my husband's uh, like passion project. Oh, okay. So two years ago, I had ankle surgery mm-hmm. and I couldn't get out of bed. And we discovered um, the Great British Bake Off. Mm, yes. <laughs> and we watched everything. We're big foodies. We love we love trying different food. Um, and he was watching it and they made macarons one day and he was like, they keep saying that this is really hard to make macarons. And I was like, well, yeah, like I've never made them Mm -hmm. from scratch. I, I don't do a lot of scratch, uh, baking. I do a lot of scratch cooking, but Mm -hmm. baking is a different animal. And he just looked at me and he was like, I'm going to learn how to make those. And I was like, well, you're going to learn how to make them by yourself. Cause I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how to help you. And gosh, darn it. If he didn't just like (laughs) take it and run with it. Mm -hmm. And then he started, he would see another dish on TV Mm -hmm. and be like, I think I'm going to make that and decide how to make it. And now he is like, I tell him he's my favorite restaurant because Aww. he makes phenomenal food, not just baking, but he mm. makes, I mean, from scratch, um, biscuits and gravy. Mm. He makes ratatouille. He Aww. makes uh, beef strog. Oh, oh, no, no. Beef bourguignon oh. from Julia Child. He oh. decided he wanted to well. make her recipe. And it, he's uh, absolutely amazing. And so when we started these macarons, that was that was his baby that he had and 
again, we were giving them away to people and they said that they had never had anything like that, that they've tried macarons from Europe where <laughs> they originated and they didn't taste anything like his. And um, that's how the idea for doing macarons and the sugar cookies together got started. He does all the baking and me and my sister-in-law um, do all of the decorating. Mm -hmm. I do all the graphic design um, yeah. for our business because we also do edible images um, that we can print on oh, yeah. icing sheets and on wafer paper. Mm -hmm. So I do graphic design for that. And um, I handle all the social media and customer service because that's all mm -hmm. things that I get lost in doing and love to do. So. Yeah, and I did invite him to come talk about his passionate cooking, but oh. <laughs> he did not want to do he that. He did not. He did not. I am the talkative one out and of the out of the bunch. Larissa he likes... was like, I can brag on him real hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he never likes to brag on himself, but he is Aww. he's absolutely amazing. And um, he had a um, job change a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. and we really did discuss like him going to culinary school. Like, yeah. was that something he wanted to do? And from the get-go, he was like, no, I I only ever want to cook for myself what I want and for right. who I want. He's like, I, I don't think that I would ever be happy doing that for someone else. Mm -hmm. And this is something that we all enjoy. We, um, we kind of have a schedule throughout the week that we try to adhere to because we all work full-time. Oh, wow. So... Outside. He works a full-time job he as works a well, full and yes. you work a full-time job separately. Yes, wow. and um, my sister-in-law works full-time outside oh of that. Gosh. So we all have separate, like, 40-hour-a-week jobs, Man. and this is all on the side, and we still haven't killed each other yet, yeah. so... It's a uh, <laughs> <laughs> It must be meant to be. We love it. Mm -hmm. I my absolute favorite thing is when someone contacts me and I ask them what the theme is mm -hmm. and then they tell me and I can just run wild with Yay. inspiration. My favorite theme that we have done so far, it was amazing, um, was a uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air baby shower. What? Yes. She, oh. she contacted me about it and she was like, Hey, I, I have this idea for a baby shower. I want, you know, I saw your cookies. Mm -hmm. I want to see if you can do this. And I was like, oh, yeah. You know, I'm thinking, you know, baby shower is usually like Winnie the Pooh right. and like all these cutesy things. And she's like, I want to do Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I was 100% in from that right. moment. I was like, I don't care what your budget is at this right. point. We are doing these cookies. Oh my goodness, they were so adorable. They we did onesies that had um oh my gosh. Uh we had onesies that had quotes on it. Um oh. we had from the show, we had cookies that had the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air logo. Okay. I actually took a picture of um a baby and did mm -hmm. like kind of like the same graffiti style. Uh-huh. Um and put that on a cookie. Uh, let's see. We did uh, boom boxes. Oh, we did. Um, I'm trying to think of all the different designs we did because that one, I felt like we just went all out on that one. Um, we, I think, on the onesie it had chilling, uh, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool on it. And then we had um, one that we did like a Will Smith um, graphic on with all of the graffiti and stuff in the background. Nice. Um, Oh, what was it? It's the quote about the playground where he's on the playground. Um, where he's like playing basketball. Some yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
And um, it's been a while since we did that one. That was like probably one of our first big orders. Are there pictures on yeah. your page of this? We'll Absolutely. Later, <laughs> we will have to look at these. And yeah. I was actually just watching a YouTube video about how revolutionary the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was. It was. As a sitcom. Yeah. And it was so serious. And mm-hmm. it took topics seriously and fostered dis- good discussions. But it was also like fashionably like yeah. a huge turning point. Mm-hmm. And so... That's really cool because, like, now 90s is vintage. I know. What happened? How old are we? What what happened? I was a child and that's vintage now. (laughs) I don't understand. I know. I like all of like the Lisa Frank stickers. Oh, I'm all all about it. Bring it back. I want more of it. I missed it. It's just the caboodles, the I mean, all of it. That's what I did for Christmas presents for my girls. With caboodles? Yes. That's amazing. I got everything. Everybody a caboodle because <laughs> I saw him at Target. I was like, oh, yeah. I know what we're doing for Christmas, you guys. And I like filled it up with like makeup samples mm-hmm. and socks and mm-hmm. smell goods and whatever. And oh man, oh like, yeah, it was I, fun. I love all of that. I think that it's absolutely incredible. And like going off of like the '90s theme, mm-hmm. my husband's favorite Disney movie of all time is a goofy movie. Really? Yeah. A like, goofy movie. A goofy movie. Yeah. Oh. That is his favorite. And so um our we just celebrated our 15 year wedding anniversary. Congratulations. So how old are we? Oh. Like we oh. got married when I I was a teenage bride. I was 19. But um I was 18 and it's been 14 years. Yeah. So. <gasps> hey you're right <gasps> We're like almost twinsies I know. by like a year in both directions. I know. This is so wacky. One of the, so one of the things that we did this year, we had never gone on a vacation since our honeymoon. Uh-huh. So we went on a vacay up to Sagatok, Michigan, which I totally recommend. Ooh. Foodie-wise, too. Ooh. Incredible. Um, but I was ordering like um I hadn't had I hadn't even got a bathing suit in like oh. so many years. And mm-hmm. so I was ordering stuff online and I saw these shirts. Mm-hmm. That were a Goofy Movie t-shirts. Oh. And I had to get them. Yeah, so he needed that. He needed that. I needed mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And now when we wear them, people that are in our generation, mm-hmm. it is like a turning point movie. Because when you're growing up, you side with Max being like, come on, Dad, why don't you just take him to the concert? And then when you're an adult and you have kids, you're like, come on, Max. Like, why don't you just oh. want to spend some time with your dad? Like... Oh, that's a good point. It is, yeah. it is such a turning point movie. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I didn't realize that until people kept commenting on our shirts when mm-hmm. they would see us out and they would be like, oh man, like, remember that? Like, remember mm-hmm. when you used, you know, like you wanted, you know, Goofy to take Max to the concert? And I was like, yeah, like, but everybody our age now that, you know, the ones that are having kids, like mm-hmm. they see this whole, <laughs> like, they change their whole mindset based on that. It's wow. just, I would love to do a Goofy movie cookies by the way okay so if anybody so wants to do a goofy movie place cookies, your order today yes <laughs> she is ready i am ready i She's would like love it ready now yes <laughs> let me let me do those cookies for you that's so fun <laughs> so i thought you had started during the pa- well we, did. we are still during yeah. the pandemic as much as we wanted to feel like it was over for a minute <sighs> yeah um so it's really cool that you chose to do this without you guys like losing a job and having to like get cre- creative with it and yeah. you just added it in. We we did. It came about Josh was still finishing up school um in February. He graduated in May and um not from culinary school. No, not from culinary school. He actually got his degree um 
plug here for my um, actual uh, <laughs> job as okay. I'm an administrator at MedQuest College. Oh, okay. And he went to their medical equipment re- uh, repair tech program. Oh, it's a two-year program. completely different. Yeah. He worked in computer tech for 15-plus uh, years. So he decided that he still wanted to do repair, but not in the computer industry, that he wanted to get into healthcare. And so mm-hmm. that was kind of the gateway. Okay. And so he went. Anybody who wants in healthcare, come on in. Yeah, exactly. Just saying. As a nurse, I exactly. welcome you. <laughs> well, All hands on deck. <laughs> yeah. And he loves it because it gives repair work to him another meaning because. Yeah. If the medical equipment doesn't work at a mm-hmm. medical facility, mm-hmm. that's a huge part of their care plan. Yeah, it and is. so it doesn't matter how big or small that no. piece of equipment is; all of it matters, and it it's time sensitive. And, yeah, yeah. And he loves being a part of that, and mm-hmm. so I, I think that that's incredible. My sister in law mm-hmm. is an occupational therapist. Oh, the one who cooks with you, or yeah. The one who decorates yeah. with you, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, she is an occupational therapist, and we have a son that has um, sensory processing mm-hmm. uh, disability. So it's really great because she gets to see um, her nephew all mm-hmm. the time. He's eight, and we get to just hang out decorate cookies we usually listen to a podcast or a movie or you know and just hang out and have a good time and she's she was already spending time with us anyway yeah so then we started doing this and it was just something that we fell into loving to do okay so you decided to make it into an official business in february of this year in 2021 Mm -hmm. and um what do you wish you had known before going into making it an official business? That is a fabulous question. Um, <laughs> so I have actually started several businesses oh. in the past okay. and none of them ever panned out. They're never failures, just mm-hmm. learning experiences. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think what made this one so different was having support. Like not just being the only person mm-hmm. doing it that I got my husband doing it. I got my sister-in-law doing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, sounds like he was going to do something with it without was, yeah. you. He was well, just making cookies. You had to put them somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we need to make money doing this. Yeah. <laughs> These are too good. Um, but I guess the main thing that I, that I attribute to the success of the business so far and the, you know, starting out a brand new business is really be focused on how do you want to serve others? Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you, how would, how do you feel about that? What does that look like for you? Because I am a very enthusiastic person. I'm a very positive person. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't always translate into luxurious items or <laughs> expensive things, you know? Yeah. And I, I learned early on that cookies are a luxury item because it's not something that you have to have to survive. Uh, I mean, they make your life sweeter. So (laughs) you obviously want to have them in your (laughs) life, but it was, it was something that I thought, you know, um, I want to provide the best cookie experience that I can. And trying to think about that from being a customer Mm -hmm. to other people that have small businesses um, and translating that into how do I want to show up in my business for Mm -hmm. my customers. And I really try to treat each of my customers like 
if they were my best friend and mm. I was making cookies for them. Well, that's how I felt when you were making yeah. those macarons <laughs> and we were talking about, um, we were like brainstorming mm-hmm. flavors and stuff. Yeah. And that's, wouldn't you want to get cookies from your best friend? Like, I mean, ideally, but I guess you would have to be my best friend because, like, what you were saying also kind of resonated with me in that it's a luxury item. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm saving 200 calories for a cookie, exactly. that better be worth those 200 calories. Otherwise, yes. I'm going to feel like, what did I just eat? <laughs> I'm not bulimic, but also I wanted those calories to count. Exactly. So, well, and so the- thank you for making delicious things that we can say, okay, that was worth it. It totally is. It totally is. We have done our own um, kind of market research around the area, not oh. as much for sugar cookies um, mm-hmm. as much as the macarons, just because mm-hmm. there are places in Louisville that you can get macarons. Yeah, yeah. And I will have to say, out of the hundreds of dollars that we have spent on <laughs> other people's macarons, um, I still prefer ours. I mean, I, I'm, I know I'm biased, yeah. but... I really feel like we have the best taste, the best um, crunch on the actual cookie, and the best fillings. Like, when I think about having an amazing food experience, I want it to smell good. Mm -hmm. I want it to look good. Mm -hmm. I want it to just, like, melt in my mouth. Girl, yes. I know. Like, you just just want this whole, like, talking about the luxurious experience, Mm -hmm. you want that, like what is it, like herbal essences moment? Yeah. Like where, where you, you know, shake your hair out and you're like, oh, I'm in a tropical forest yes. and I'm taking a shower in a waterfall. Exactly. <laughs> like, but you want, you. that's like what you want when you're really feeling like you're treating yourself to something. Yeah. And so that's what we do for every single flavor that we come up with mm-hmm. is how can we make this taste amazing, look amazing, and smell amazing? The smell factor for me is huge. Like, yeah. I have tried lots of macarons that anytime we get macarons from any place, mm-hmm. we literally will buy every flavor that they have. Wow. Because we want to taste yeah. every yeah. single yeah. one. It's not about filling up on one flavor. No. It's about... It's about... T- it's really about, you, like... What do you use as a palate cleanser? Uh, Well, my personal... Mm-hmm. Um, preference is diet coke that's just me (laughs) okay i was just wondering like because if you're tasting so many things right one right after another i feel like that's a needed you do have to yeah you do wait like a little bit of Mm -hmm. time to kind of let it get out of your mouth but we don't ever like we're not sitting there just like shoving macarons in our mouth we're usually like we cut them up Mm -hmm. and divide them out Mm -hmm. and then we all talk about them it's like a very like market research kind of thing like a wine tasting yeah we're gonna smell it this is wafting such and such right exactly well one thing i wonder if you said people from europe have said this is not like any macaron we've ever had Mm -hmm. would you say that yours are the least european of any in the city but like you've tasted all these others so would you say those are more reminiscent of the european ideal standard or i think that ours are the european standard on steroids (laughs) is what i would say without asking for like your secret recipe or Uh whatever is there an explanation for that I think, honestly, it comes down to the bake of the cookie because 100% when you talk about macarons, 
people are talking about the feet. So the okay. feet of the macaron are like the bottom part mm-hmm. that's not the shell. Yeah. And they always want you to have like these like little feet mm-hmm. that stick out. Um, we actually use, most restaurants use the Swiss method of meringue. Hmm. Which is different, which is you actually have to heat the meringue. Mm -hmm. And there's a big opportunity there to actually get um, eggs, like Mm -hmm. having scrambled eggs versus having a meringue. Um, And we use the French method, Mm -hmm. which um, does not include heating the actual... um, the actual meringue or the macronage and all okay. that, like we don't, we don't heat it. Um, hmm. it won't get heated until it actually gets into the oven. Okay. So <clears throat> we bake ours and I feel like that gives it a much better like crunch, but then the inside is still soft. Yeah. Yeah. That's and important then because when I have gotten store-bought mm-hmm. ones, not from any of these specialty stores where right. They're, that's their specialty, but like at Costco yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Um, I was like, these are so hard and like, why do people want this? I don't uh, understand. Yeah. And I, that was when I was having an experience, like I am wasting calories. <laughs> I don't even want to swallow this. I just want to <laughs> pretend like this didn't happen. Exactly. And so, but then I went to another, a restaurant outside of Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, and had some, at, I'm just going to tell you, it's 1894 Lodge. And uh-huh. those things collapsed in my mouth. Yes. Like they belonged there. And it was amazing. That's and I was awesome. Like, I'm a fan of these now. Yes. And so when I was, um, we had this idea, mm-hmm. which we should probably talk about. This oh, yeah. That's how we met. Yeah. Um, I had this idea. I wanted firecrackers mm-hmm. flavored or themed for the 4th of July. Yep. And so I wanted Pop Rocks in the middle. Yes. And... I really didn't care about the flavor of the cookie parts because I was like, can you make this explode in my mouth? Can it collapse and then explode? Yes. Because I need that contrast, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so I found a picture of a red, white, and blue one. Mm -hmm. And um, it had like little edible shiny stars on it. And you totally replicated the look of that for me Mm -hmm. when I bought the practice yeah, we did like a once we did a flavor profile practice mm-hmm, round did. of what would work with red, what yes. would work with blue, and you're getting what vanilla pop rocks is what it was. No, right? actually, was like cake? we got um, the filling that we do for the firecrackers mm-hmm. are now it's a vanilla marshmallow, vanilla marshmallow, fill, like that's the filling or the mm-hmm. cream, and then the inside. We did. We taste tested all different types of pop rock, pop rocks. We do use the trademark pop rocks brand because we've tried off brands and they don't Mm. pop like (laughs) pop rocks do. So, um, we searched those out and it comes to find out that like the watermelon and the blue raspberry for us Mm. and what we want to use them for have the best flavor, um, inside of that vanilla marshmallow filling. And okay. so, yeah, because we tried like the grape, strawberry, yes. cherry, mm-hmm. and so many of them we couldn't taste the difference between. And it yeah. kind of goes back to that whole like smell factor. Mm-hmm. I smell our macarons. Like mm-hmm. if I can't smell that filling and tell you the difference between four macarons that are in front of me, if I can't pick mm-hmm. it up and smell it, mm-hmm. I, I I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I, for me, I'm like, it, it's got to smell good. You've got to mm-hmm. get that experience before it even gets into your mouth. Mm-hmm. And the places that we've tried that claim that macarons are something that they 
that's their uh, specialty um, around the area. We haven't tried them all, so mm-hmm. please yeah. don't be offended, anybody. But <laughs> we have not You're tried them all. You're obviously not above buying them and we trying them not yourself. So she might actually be your best customer, <laughs> exactly. really. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> but uh, She's like, I'll be back. Yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm going to keep testing these. I'll be back. Um, <laughs> me get out my little microscope and figure out what ingredients you're using but um the ones that we tasted like I could not for the life of me tell you what the flavor was before I even bit into it yeah and that just for whatever reason Mm -hmm. just super disappointed me now I'd never had macarons before Mm -hmm. my husband made them okay and if I think if I would have tasted these other ones that Mm -hmm. we've gone out and bought from Mm -hmm. other places including Costco Mm -hmm. um I don't think I would have liked them. Like, I think that my, I think my whole taste palette for that mm-hmm. would have been totally defeated. Because he set the standard for yes, you. Yes, absolutely. And anyone that we, I mean, of course, our family love them. We take them to our jobs. We take them everywhere. We're, we don't like having the macarons in the house because we're going to eat them. So we try to give them away as much as we can. Yeah. And, you know, when they're not a part of an order. So you never know. When you come to my house to pick up food you may wind up with extra sugar cookies you may wind up with extra macarons (laughs) like you never know what you're gonna want you know you never know what little goodies you're gonna wind up with because um depending on what we're making that week we try to let everybody taste it because it's something amazing that we think everybody should have a chance to taste so when you think of other people who can learn from this you've talked Mm -hmm. about how it was important for you that you um, are doing this with other people, so it's yes. not all a one-woman show. Correct. Or a one-man show in the case <laughs> of your excellent baker husband. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start their own business? Um, honestly, I would seek out a... First thing I would do would be to seek out Facebook groups that are similar, um, have different associations. If there's a state association for whatever you're interested in, um, to get into that group and to, even if you don't participate, I know I didn't participate in a lot of like bakers groups that I began in several months ago. Just lurking. I was, yeah, I'm just, I was just like peeking like, Oh, what's everybody else doing? You know, but you learn, you pick up so much from that. And I... I constantly like message get, boards, right? Yeah. Like I constantly get inspired by other people's work and I love having a community that when I do have something to say that they are a good sounding board mm. because they're in the same business as you are. So they care about the topic with or without you. Exactly. It's not about you. It's about the topic. Exactly. Yeah. So that would be the first thing. The second mm. thing is I found a podcast that directly catered to my like what I was doing plus marketing. I am not a marketing major. I, Mm -hmm. I don't claim to be, Mm -hmm. I, I do claim to have a little bit of design sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and I want eye for beauty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want things to look a certain way, but I, I didn't know anything about marketing or how to do ads or Mm -hmm. all of that. And so I found this podcast that 
I found from a group because mm-hmm. they started talking about this podcast. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, now I got to listen to this. Can and you say the name of it? Are we sure. being anonymous? No, what it's is? um Sugar Cookie Marketing. Oh, um, specific? That is so, very specific. That is so niche. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's the Sugar Cookie Marketing and it's called Bake It Down, but it's all together in the title. It's like a ridiculously long title for a podcast, but <laughs> they are phenomenal. There's uh, They're two sisters, they're twins that run this podcast and a oh, group. Oh, how cute. They are adorable. <laughs> and... um. They have amazing advice, but one of them is a baker and Mm -hmm. does sugar cookie baking, but they both work full-time in marketing. And so it's interesting to listen to them Mm -hmm. because when it all comes down to it, it's a business Mm -hmm. and you want to make money. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are scared to be like, I want to make money and buy business. I want to make money and buy business. And so I want to listen from Mm -hmm. other people that that is what they're driving at Mm -hmm. and how are they successful in this Mm -hmm. and so I would say those two things 100% find a Facebook group or um, you know an online group that is directly related to what you want to do Mm -hmm. and are with other professionals that do it Mm -hmm. so like I'm a part of we are Kentucky bakers. Mm. Um, and so they talk about Kentucky regulations about baking mm. and home cottage laws and all wow. of that. Yeah. So it's important. important. So I yeah. see stuff and I'm like, oh yeah. But then you also mm-hmm. get connections like somebody saying that they can't make, you know, five dozen cookies this weekend. Is mm. anybody in Louisville get to make these cookies? Look at that. Yeah. Look at that networking. Yeah. Mutually supportive. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. So I would, that's the, that would be my biggest advice. And then the, if I could say anything about how to start marketing, do a Google My Business. Mm-hmm. Google My Business. It's 100% free. Mm-hmm. It is from Google, and mm-hmm. you can literally just open up your Google. So that and... your business exists online. Exactly. And it will go through Google, and it will create you your own landing page. So you get a free website page where mm-hmm. people can find you. People can uh, can people can look you up by just saying bakeries near me. Mm-hmm. And they will be able to find us. Um, it's it to me, that is a great way to diverse diversify how you market. Mm-hmm. I primarily do most of my stuff, social media through Facebook because mm-hmm. I'm old apparently. Yeah. And like, well, I didn't know I had to get groups. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know I had to get like an Instagram and all that. Oh, and my yeah. sister-in-law who's, you know, seven years younger than me. It's like, you have to have an Insta. And I'm like, well, I don't know what Insta Also, is. how am I supposed to tag you when I, I take pictures of your food <laughs> on Instagram if you're not on there for me to tag yeah. you? Yeah, so I, so we, when we started the business, um, I had everything, like I had Facebook down, but I didn't know anything about Instagram. So then I got mm-hmm. on that. And yeah. then from the podcast is where I heard mm-hmm. about Google my uh, Google my business and I was mm-hmm. like oh man I don't know how many mm-hmm. other small business owners I have told about it yeah that have never used it never thought about it mm-hmm. and were able to go in get a free landing page get their information out there and you can be searched by other people in the area and get I mean it's basically free advertising that's fantastic yeah mm-hmm. and I, I would say that that was like the most valuable free tool mm-hmm. and all those really are free going on yeah. Facebook listening to podcasts those are all free. Yeah. Well, and then if they want to find you on there, what did they Google again? <laughs> so if they want to, if they want to find me, it's Crawley Creative Confections. I know it's a very long name, <laughs> but it's Crawley, C-R-A-W-L-E-Y, 
creative confections. And so we are in Louisville and proud of it. Um, we service not only Louisville, but around the area as well. So yeah, we get a lot of customers from, um, you know, Mount Washington and Shelbyville. Um, so we just, we love being a part of the Louisville foodie community and making sure that, um, you know, we're able to support other small businesses too. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. So follow her on Facebook and Instagram and maybe even Google her business. Yeah. Google my business. Yeah. And if you ever message me, you are getting me directly. Yes. <laughs> it's not going to be her husband. No, it's not going to be If he's him. anything like my husband, he'd yeah. be like, you have to hold up the phone to show him he has a message <laughs> and then read it to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, you're going to get me a hundred percent and it's not through some other person, you're going to get me directly, and I can't wait to be your new cookie best friend. Oh! <laughs> Maybe you'll have to taste test with her. So, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye!